0: We'll the the okay. okay. Call a meeting to order. Mr. Troublefield will you please take roll?
1: Mr. Cathell? Here. Mr. Collins. Here. Mr. Fritz. Here. Dr. Hattier. Here. Mr. Layfield. Here. Miss Moses. Here. Mr. Peden. Here. Mrs. Pryor. Here. Dr. Statler. Mrs. Wright. Here.
0: We have a quorum. Is there a motion to move into executive session? To so move. Made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? We're in executive session. Want going to reconvene regular session. Is there a motion to approve the agenda for May the 22nd, 2023? So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Please have everyone rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, you may be seated. 3.04, student government.
2: Good evening. My name is Joseph Debaje and I'm the president of student council at Indian River. I'm speaking on behalf of our club to commemorate numerous accomplishments throughout the 2022-2023 school year. But first, I would like to thank our class of 2023 officers They put in a lot of work to bounce back from COVID uncertainties, and thanks to them, we had a very successful school year with Christmas toy drive, night to shine event, and prom. I reckon they're very excited for their graduation on May 31st, and they will definitely contribute to making the world a better place in their adult years. Diving into club accomplishments, we had four students place first in the TSA State Competition in Dover, along with seven students placing first in the BPA State Competition. Vicky Chan placed first and nationals at Anaheim, California for BPA. Our band and choir had a successful trip to Disney, and they also recently completed their spring concerts. In athletics, we had 13 teams with winning records, such as boys lacrosse, softball, baseball, boys track and field, boys volleyball, and golf, winning their respective Southern divisions. All of these accomplishments would not be possible without the aid and support of our wonderful teachers, coaches, lunch ladies, janitors, and principals. As the school year is coming to an end, students are finishing up with state and AP testing as well as preparing for final exams that will be taken in a couple short weeks. Although chaos may arise as we're capping off the year, our school was able to give our seniors one last goodbye as they prepare to walk across that stage and receive that prominent diploma. I could assure you that the class of 2024 means business and we are more than capable of exceeding the standards set forth by previous classes. Thank you. Thank you.
0: 3.05 and 3.06. Is there approval for the regular meeting minutes and the executive session minutes from April the 24th? Motion motion made second. second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. Dr. Owens, recognition?
3: Yes, Uh, thank you, sir. Our first recognition this evening is for VEX Robotics, and I believe Georgetown Elementary will be first.
4: Good evening, everybody. Uh, Mrs. Nicole Morey, uh, one of our lead coaches, couldn't be here this evening, but she did want me to she wanted me to read a, um, a written statement from her, um, thanking everybody and praising the boys. Um, up up here, we do have uh, Mr. Uh, Dickie Messick, Timothy Draca, and um, Braden Steele. Um, oh, I'm sorry, and Melissa Bliley from our our district team. Um, those that couldn't be with us are Lysandra Vasquez and Rayquan Palmer. So, um, the 2023 VEX IQ Elementary School World Champions were held at the K Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, Texas. GE was one of seven was one of 76 teams in the arts division. Our team finished a very respectable 45th in our division with an average of 128 points per match. The Georgetown Elementary Robotics Club would like to thank the board and all the sponsors for making this trip a big success. The boys um, have a gift for the board. Um, Timothy is going to hand Mr. Layfield an envelope containing a thank you card and um, a wristband for the board members. Thank you.
3: Elementary. Next up is John M. Clayton Elementary.
1: So we would like to congratulate our team from JMC, and they are named the boys, as you can see right here. Um, They are a group of third graders we have, if you'll wave to the crowd so they know who you are, Yuzeel, Caden, Evan, and Sean, and our coach, Jamie Swartz. We would like to have Evan come up to say a few words, please.
5: My name is Evan Lasher from John and Clayton Elementary School. We are in third grade, and I would like to thank the board members for donating money to our trip to Dallas, Texas. And my favorite thing in Dallas was to to see people from different countries and have fun. And on Superbot Saturday, my favorite thing was to have fun and try my best.
1: Thank you, Evan. We were super proud of our JMC team, and we are happy to have them back in school.
3: Thank you, John M. Clayton. Next up we have Millsboro Middle School.
6: Thank you for having us this evening. Um, I'm just gonna introduce the team up here. Um, Far right, we have Yeshua Del Rosario. Um, In the middle, we have Rowan Brown. And then all the way to the left, we have Kaylin Hout. And Yeshua is going to um, say a few words on behalf of the Millsboro Middle School robotics team, um, thanking the board.
7: Going into robotics, I don't think anybody on our team would have thought about competing in the World Championship. Yet, we stand here today still amused by the sheer fun we had in Texas. We may not have won, but it was an eye-opening experience to see the creative thinking of people from around the world, as well as the brainstorming that got us here. Thank you for supporting us on our amazing adventure, namely the parents, Coach Howard, and the school board. We're ready for next year.
3: Okay, next up we have Southern Delaware School of the Arts. I'd like to start by thanking our uh, coaches, uh, Laura Quillen and Will Labor. They did an outstanding job with our teams. Um, They're both volunteers, so it took a lot of uh, Dedication on their part to to show up every Tuesday and Thursday and do that. Uh, we did have one sixth grade team that qualified to go to the Worlds in Dallas, uh, and that was Brady Quillen and Drake Meyer. And Drake's here tonight. Brady's in Disney World celebrating. Um, so, uh, but we want to recognize Drake. Uh, they did an outstanding job. So. Next we have the first place Delaware TSA VEX Robotics Middle School Division, Selbyville Middle School.
8: Good evening, everybody. Selbyville Middle School is proud to have students recognized tonight, representing our robotics and BPA program. Uh, And our BPA program recently um, just competed in Anaheim, California. Uh, I'd like to introduce first, for our first recognition this evening, students who comprised SMS VEX Robotics Team 9296A that finished first in the Delaware TSA VEX Middle School Robotics Competition. This team is special in that they competed in a mixed event where they faced both middle and high school competition. Members of team 9296A, please wave when I call your name to be recognized. Luke Auckland. Mira Alone. Harrison Benner. Dylan Neverett lopez <laughs> And Alex De La Rosa Lopez. And can we have a round of applause for our advisors, Mrs. Shalina Tingle and Mr. Jonathan Castro? Congratulations, everybody. Next, good, our students from VEX Robotics Team 9296C who were awarded the Delmarva VEX Robotics Regional Championship Design Award. Please make your way to the stage. So our second recognition goes to another SMS Robotics team uh, for, like I said, being awarded the VEX Robotics Regional Championship Design Award. This award is presented to a team demonstrating organization and a professional approach to the design process, as well as project and time management. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, um, please help me uh, in acknowledging and recognizing um, Keegan Crotty. Chris Caldwell and Molly Parker. And once again, our team is led by advisors Mrs. Shalina Tingle and Mr. Jonathan Castro. Congratulations. And our final recognition this evening is quite impressive. At last year's Business Professionals of America National Conference, then seventh grade student, Caitlin Kopp, secured second place honors in the nation for extemporaneous speech. This year, at the 2023 BPA National Conference in Anaheim, Caitlin improved on her second place finish by securing first place in the nation honors for extemporaneous speech. Caitlin, come on up and let's congratulate you. Job well done. And also, coming to the stage, can we have a round of applause for Caitlin's advisors, Mr. Josh Sweetman and Mrs. Vicki Macreadis.
3: Okay, our next several awards are all, recognitions are all from Indian River High School, so I ask Mr. Williams, Principal Williams, to join me at the podium. Uh, First up is the TSA State Conference winners.
9: I think it's BPA, right? Okay. Good evening, we'd like to recognize our BPA team at Indian River High School. We had several first place state conference winners, and we'd like to honor and recognize those that are here with us tonight. Vicki Chan, first place in advanced word processing and payroll accounting. And also Chris Meister, first place economic research team. State conference winners also competed at the national conference this spring in Anaheim, California, and IR had their second uh, first place national champion, and that was Vicki Chan, first place payroll accounting. Next we have our TSA state conference winners. We had several first place winners again in that category. The first one was Jake Long, first place photography technology, photographic technology. Along with him, Brian Cabrera-Icktee. Caitlin Johnson. And Reagan Fritz. These students will be competing this summer at the national competition in Louisville, Kentucky. next, the final awards this evening are our Academic All-Conference. These students maintain a 4.0 average or higher during the semester, the spring semester, and the spring sports season. We had 92 student athletes qualify and and were awarded this academic honor. Not all of those are here tonight due to our sports teams uh, getting ready for state tournament play, but the ones that are here we'd like to recognize. For golf, Evan Carpenter, and Sarah Lydic. (laughs) Girls lacrosse, Kylie Harris. (laughs) For girls soccer, Alexandria Davidson. Girls tennis, Lexine Zullo and Allison Swartz. Boys track, Ashton Stevens. Girls track, Grace Robinson. 5.01
0: public comments. We have no one signed up this evening for public comments. Is there anyone that would like to come forward to speak for public comments? Hearing none seeing none moving on 6.01 school choice applications. Mr. Lewis.
10: Good evening. On your board docs this evening, you will see a total of 15 school choice applications, and we are asking for the board to accept all 15 of these
0: applications. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. Thank you. Thanks, sir. 6.02, Core Knowledge Language Arts Curriculum.
3: Thank you. Uh, we've spent considerable time looking at a new language arts curriculum and Mrs. Dorman is here this evening to give us an overview of the curriculum and our findings. Mrs. Dorman.
11: Thank you. Good evening. I'm excited to be here. As Dr. Owen shared, we uh, I'm asking for permission um, from the board to move forward with the adoption of core language, um, core knowledge, language arts or CKLA. And you may be asking yourself, why now? Senate Bill Four was passed, and the, this act requires the Department of Education to keep a list of high-quality instructional material that is aligned to the science of reading. Within this act, we are also required to make sure those who teach reading are trained in the science of reading before 2027. The other reason that we are here tonight and asking to move forward is because the Indian River School District has currently been using our our current reading program since 2016. Research has debunked the current held reading theory that most children will learn in a language-rich classroom. So research shows that works for 40% of our students. What about the remaining 60%? Our current curriculum, Benchmark Advanced, is a balanced literacy approach. It assumes that kids will just learn just by being immersed in the language-rich room. We are saying that now, now that we know better, um, we should do better. And so our curriculum is no longer considered high quality instructional material. Another reason why we're coming before the board is we believe all students deserve equal access to standards-driven instruction with research-based um, curricular. We also believe that teacher voice is important in the selection of our high quality instructional material, and I'll explain our process in a, a little later. We also believe that students need opportunity and research-based strategies to meet success in the core before being identified for tier two and three supports. And finally, the other reason why we're here is because research shows that the influence of a teacher, which has the biggest impact on learning, is important, but so does curriculum. Curriculum has a significant impact, positive impact on student learning. So you may be asking yourself, well, what is the science of reading? So I'd like to introduce Dr. Marissa Hoffman. She is the Elementary EL and ELA Instructional Specialist, and she's gonna to talk to you a little bit about the science of reading.
12: Thank you for having me very much. Um, the science of reading is not new research. It's research that has been around for over 40 years, but it really um, was one of those interesting side effects of COVID-19. We had families, parents, caregivers eyes on how students were learning how to read and a lot of questions began began to surface about the process of how students were being taught how to read. Um, the science of reading, the image that you're seeing on your screen is of Scarborough's reading rope and this is based upon the simple view of reading which contends that Competent readers need to know two things. They need word recognition, those basic phonemic awareness, foundational skills, phonics as well, but they also need to comprehend language. So all of those skills and processes that go along with um, making meaning of what is being read. And based upon the simple view of reading, each of these components has an equal weight of importance. Based upon the balanced literacy approach, that is not the case. One of those areas has more weight than the other. When we think about the science of reading and how students are being taught and what students are being taught, the what hasn't changed. Based upon the National Reading Panel's recommendations back in the year 2000, those pieces of what we teach remains the same. Phonemic awareness, phonics, fluency, vocabulary, and comprehension are all essential to the process of reading. It's how we teach students to read that the science of reading asks us to take a closer look at. And it's called the science of reading because it's based on in-depth brain research that shows the way the brain processes language in order to learn how to read. So with the science of reading, we focus more on um, systematic, cumulative, explicit instruction. As Kelly had cited earlier, 40% of students will learn how to read, regardless of how we teach them. 60% of students will not. They need a more systematic, explicit approach, and that is what the science of reading um, asks us to take a look at. There are seven principles of the science of reading, and I'm just going to briefly touch on each one of those, just so that we all have a common understanding of those principles. The first one is that reading is not natural. It does need explicit instruction, and this is based upon the science and the brain research behind how the brain actually learns how to read. Um, It is not sufficient, um, this exposure, and they'll just pick it up in a language-rich environment. Research has shown that. Um, Our statistics nationwide has shown that as well. The second principle of science of reading has to do with background knowledge being a critical piece to comprehension, as critical as the decoding skills. So right there is that importance of that 50-50 balance with foundational skills plus also comprehension skills. That third principle talks about the systematic explicit instruction that begins with sound. That's where the brain research comes in and shows that the brain responds first to sound and then to structure. Underbalanced literacy, that's not how we are teaching students to read. We're working against brain science. Looking at that fourth principle, um, the instructional, the instruction being engaging with m- multiple modes and senses, this is really where that opportunity to engage students in speaking and listening is so important, and structured literacy provides that. Um, That speaking and listening, um, the importance that we place on that here in the district has been a goal that we've been working toward over the past several years. And so this idea of science of reading lends right into one of our instructional goals in the district for sure. The fifth um, principle of those seven, science-based reading instruction, reducing the need for intervention. As that statistic stated. Science of reading actually has, research has proven it to work for 97% of children. That's a lot better than the 40% of children that balanced literacy is currently working for. Our need for intervention would lessen looking at a a curriculum and a program that promotes the science of reading. The sixth point talks about science-based instruction and reading being a matter of equity. That's a very important um, piece that is um, near to me in my role of working with um, multilingual learners as well. When I think about that piece of equity, um, there's strong research with the science of reading that shows its effect with all subgroups and subcategories of students. And then finally, science-based reading um, instruction, I like this point specifically, it's the most critical point, um, the most critical work of an elementary teacher. The right to read is exactly that. It's a right of all of our children to read. And as Kelly had quoted before, and as I have throughout this year as I've worked with teachers, my Angelou stated that we do the best we can until we know how to do better. And then when we know how to be- do better, that's what we do. And so through the work that we've done with our teachers who have field tested, they've decided they'd like to do better with a resource that would
11: help them do that. Kelly? Thank you. So in front of you, you will see the process and the timeline, and you'll see that it started back um, in the summer of June and July of 2022, where we started to screen the um, instructional resources that DOE said were available and considered to be high-quality instructional material. To fast forward, we um, selected a um, CKLA for teachers to field test in their classroom during the third marking period. And so that process lasted for about eight to nine weeks. And um, so I would like to thank those teachers who participated along with Dr. Hockman, who was an integral part in this process. But we had 34 classroom teachers, three special population classroom teachers, six reading specialists or reading interventionists, eight ML coordinators or interventionists, which was a total of 51 participants reflective of every grade and every school across our district. So that gets us to this point. So in April, we brought those that were participating in the field test together, and we looked at a rubric. And so in front of you, you will see that we had three non-negotiables. And so I won't read these to you, but we have non-negotiable one, and underneath each one of those, there were subcategories. And they used a rating scale of two, it meets the expectations, one, it partially meets, or zero, it does not meet at all. So you will see just for non-negotiable 1 that 100% of the teachers believe CKLA met or partially met the criteria in 1A, as well as in 1B, 1C, and 1D. If you look at non-negotiable 2, I gave you an example there as well, but you'll see that 94% of teachers believe CKLA met or partially met the criteria in 2A. 2B was 96%, and 2C was 97%. And then in non-negotiable three, which had 3A to 3D, 92% of teachers believe CKLA met or partially met the criteria in 3A. 3B was 91%, 3C was 94%, and 3D was 82%. And then on our rubric, we had additional criteria, and we had five of those. And so you will see an example underneath criterion one, which was all about it being aligned to um, the objectives to the common core standards. And so 100% of our teachers believe CKLA met or partially met the criteria in one. And then in two, there was 2A to 2D, and you will see the percentages there, from 2A being 100%, 2B, 97%, 2C, 98%, and 2D, 96%. And then finally, we have additional criteria in three, four, and five. And I created that table, and you'll see the percentages of teachers who participated in the field test who felt as though CKLA met or partially met these criteria. Is there any questions so far?
13: I kind of do. Okay. Okay. First, I appreciate the research, 97 beats 40 any, any given day that you want to. But that also brings up the question – how was the other one so wrong and it didn't show up sooner? I mean, I had, you know, see Dick and Jane run. Okay. We're talking 1950s mm-hmm. and it has benefited us quite well. And in the meantime, everybody gets new and improved toothpaste and reading and everything else. What happened that it was so wrong?
11: I don't think that it was wrong. I think the research now indicates that we need to be more explicit in our instruction around phonics. And so what we did recognize as we um, had been in years into benchmark is that we needed to supplement. And so what some of you may have heard is that we um, purchased bookworms, which is an intervention that supported our students around exactly that, the phonics, the missing piece that we didn't have in benchmark.
13: Okay, some of us old goats have been stressing phonics for 40 years. Okay. It came in fashion and went back out, and now apparently they realized it is the right thing to do. So thank you for that. It does make a difference. It it does make a difference. Okay. That's how we taught our kids was phonics at the dinner table.
11: Absolutely. Any more questions about the why, the science of reading, or how we got to this point? All right, you will also notice in your presentation, there was a video, um, but we're not gonna show that because you would only be able to hear it, but at your leisure, if you have time, it was shown during our curriculum committee, but it's voices from our students and from our parents who were extremely excited about the CKL, CKLA and the units that their children were coming home and talking about each and every day. And on the next slide, I provided you with some examples of, of the knowledge units that our students will be involved in should we be allowed to move forward. And these units teach the skills in reading, writing, listening, and speaking through things such as literature, history, geography, and science. And so I just listed some of the examples, like for instance, in pre K, they're going to learn about important people in American history. Kindergarten, not only nursery rhymes, but kings and queens. In first grade, fables and stories and early world civilizations. Second grade, fairy tales and westward expansion. Third grade, things such as the ancient Roman civilization and the Viking Age. Fourth grade, personal narratives and um, geology. And in fifth grade, early American civilization and the, the Renaissance. So you'll see that the knowledge units are vast and expose our students to a wide range of topics. So I'm coming to you tonight to ask to move forward with the adoption, and you'll see on that final slide that we have worked with CKLA. It's a five-year contract at about $2.8 million, and that includes all the teacher materials, student materials, and consumables. M-Class, which is a program where we can track data and the interventions that we may need, especially as we close the gap in those upper grades because we know that we're gonna have those until we're able to get our first group of students through the entire curriculum. And it also includes professional learning for our administrators, for our teachers, and so on. So we're asking if we could have permission to move forward with the adoption. And we have set aside ESSER money to be able to purchase at at least $2 million. I knew this was coming because we had been using our current curriculum for since 2016. So when we were working on where are we going to spend our ESSER money, I did work with Cabinet and with Tammy to set aside that money. A couple
14: questions. Sure. five-year contract. Mm -hmm. What happens after the fifth year?
11: It doesn't mean that we would walk away from CKLA, but we would, would need to reassess, making sure that we're on track, our students are making progress. We're confident that that is going to occur, but it's always good to have a cycle where we're reviewing curriculum.
14: So it could be a possibility in year six, another 2.8 million curriculum coming down the pike.
11: I hope not, but I can't guarantee that it won't happen, but we certainly want to be able to review it to ensure that we're on track for our students.
14: So you said you've requested 2 million to be set aside in ESER funds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm assuming that's been done.
11: Yeah, it has been done, yes.
14: So why not the full
11: 2.8? Well, when I talked with Tammy, she said we may be able to use all of it. And I wasn't sure what the quote would look like. Um, when we were asking, I was, at the time when I requested it, I was doing a kind of an approximate figure. Um, and we also know that we have that textbook money set aside for the renewal of curriculum as well. Um, certainly, I can work with Tammy to look at the budgets and how much we have less left in ESSER. Um but I had, I had ballparked it, to be honest with you.
14: So, Tammy, do we have the funds in ESER money to pay the full 2.8? And how does this qualify for ESER money?
15: I believe we will have the funds. Um, when we originally budgeted for ESER, it was, you know, here are all the things that we want to do, and this is an estimate of what they would cost, because remember, this was two years ago. Um, so as I'm reconciling this summer, that I do think we'll have enough to cover it all, but we had originally budgeted, budgeted $2 million, so that's what we're setting forth tonight.
14: The reason I bring this up is we all know that, you know, we've got some very troubling financial uncertainty, and if nothing changes, we could be looking at a possible request of referendum coming within just a couple of years, which isn't anything that's going to pass at the current economic environment. So if it's out of Easter money, then just as a reminder, it's not out of our general operating budget. That would not affect. Correct. And if it all could be funded out of that. that Now, and again, this is a state requirement, correct? State mandate?
11: The Senate Senate bill, yes. How much money did they give us? They did not give us any.
14: Say it louder for the media. They did not
11: give us any money. Correct. It was up to the district to figure out, yes.
14: Another unfunded state mandate. So, if the media could report that, I'd appreciate it.
10: (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a five year contract, but they're requiring the 2.8 up front?
11: They would work with us. um, But I do believe since we're using ESSER, we have timelines on when that money needs to be spent. So, um, certainly we have the money, so we would move forward with the payment.
14: When does ESSER have to be spent by?
15: September 30th. ESSER 3 is September 30th, 2024.
14: Say that again, September what?
15: September thirtieth, twenty twenty four, for Esser three.
11: Any other questions?
0: No question, but I guess a discussion, Jim. You brought up something. <clears throat> Dr. Owens, do we look at partnering with other school districts <clears throat> in curriculum areas? One of the biggest complaints I get is we've got so many different school districts with so many different things within the district, and if we're looking at <clears throat> cost savings, we go in curriculum. Do we look at partnering, or are we happy to separate and do something different than everyone? Because it seems like there'd be a cost savings if we looked at joining some other districts to do <clears throat> some of these certain ventures. I mean. Just I know what we get beat up on in the community or the public about spending money in here. I think this is a great cause of what we're doing. I just don't know—is it right or wrong to be partnering or looking at what other districts are doing to maybe cost share, get some savings, or something like this?
3: I can respond. It doesn't answer that specifically, but it is our local decision which curriculum we would want. So that would—if we were to do that—it would have to be <clears throat> some sort of partnership with, uh, you know, a board too potentially. I can tell you that Kelly and her team. Did go out and visit other districts that had that are using this or have used it for some time, just to make sure we had a clear picture of what we were getting into, and uh, I don't know if you want to speak to that.
11: So yes, we went and we went to Colonial to visit. They have recently adopted CKLA to ensure that it was um, being the way it was being implemented would be something that we would consider doing as well. The problem about partnering is every school district, because it's their own decision about which resources they're gonna purchase, they're all at different points. So for instance, like Colonial's already purchased, so they would not be interested in doing that. Others may be in year three of their five-year plan for looking at their resources. So they're all at varying points. So it would become a challenge to wait. And I have to be honest, when you think about that research, if what we're currently doing only works for 40% of our students, we cannot continue to just turn a blind eye. We do need to worry about the other 60% that it's not working for.
0: I Thank agree. You. Thank you. That was a great presentation. But I just, Jim Fritz brings up some ideas about the costs. And constantly, we got 19 different districts doing 19 different things. Mm-hmm. If six yes. or seven of them started at the same time in the same timeline, it would be more feasible for so each when district. Did,
14: to piggyback on that, when did the state come down with this, this decision?
11: in the spring of last year.
14: So how could any, So, but some districts could have before even knowing about this, started this particular program?
11: They could have, and others chose something else that may not be aligned to the science of reading, so therefore they're gonna have to supple, supplement in order to meet these requirements.
14: And so paint me the picture. So when the state comes down with this, do they supply you with a list of places and programs to pick from that meets that, or you have to go out and find the program like this that meets it?
11: They're required to create a list, so they use ed reports as their measure to determine if curriculum meets the criteria around different components, but science of reading is one of them. So once once they create that list, then we begin the process, Dr. Hockman began the process last summer, of vetting those programs that are out there. And some, as one would think, um, oftentimes the research, is, they have not updated, but they've changed a couple things. So they don't necessarily change all of the components. So though they may have said they're the science of reading, they didn't meet the criteria for that.
14: And we're not aware of another school district that is starting at the same place we are with this exact same program?
11: I am not aware of any. But Lit- someone
14: someone else is starting from scratch, but they might be using a different Correct. program. Correct.
11: Because again, like Dr. Owen shared, COE leaves it up to each school district to decide and work through their own process for curriculum adoption
14: And you chose this one not you but the teacher chose, chose yes chose mm-hmm. this one because it worked the best felt like it worked the
11: best They liked it I think one of the key points for them as we listened to them um, when they shared ideas was that it not only it addresses what we were missing which is the phonics, but it also was very clearly laid out for teachers. So as they begin the planning process, it is very clear for them what they need to do, um, what their lessons should look like. Still some opportunity for creativity because there are going to be now built back in like culminating activities. So after they study a unit of knowledge, they'll have opportunities to stop and celebrate the, the knowledge that students have learned. They bring parents in and teach them about the different units as well. There's also opportunities of what this curriculum is sharing is pausing points so that you can stop and address the needs of students by either um, doing small group instruction or also by extending and refining for those students who have already learned it.
14: Does this program have any, is there? are there any connections to this program with anybody at DOA?
11: Not that I'm aware of, no.
14: This is a national program? Correct. And again, how much money did the state provide?
11: The state did not provide us with any money. Zero, okay.
7: Correct.
14: Tammy, how much money is in the Easter 3 funds?
15: We currently have twelve point twelve million remaining unencumbered funds.
13: Okay, you said they would be willing to work with us, and we have this money for about another year, right, Tammy? Yes. Can they split it into two payments?
11: I can certainly work with our representative from CKLA.
15: Not gonna make a difference. Make a difference because we need the we need to spend the funds. We don't earn interest off the funds. There's no benefit to us. financially. So
13: can you negotiate 10% then for cash up front? I mean, sounds ludicrous, but what the heck?
11: I can try for sure. Try.
13: The mm-hmm. worst they can say is no. No, mm-hmm. correct.
11: Now mm-hmm. I didn't just go with their initial when they gave us the contract. We did negotiate even around like M class is one portion of it. Um, And so we had locked into a reduced rate for that. So we did try to, you know, wheel and deal and cut some, you know, because this is a big contract. So they did work with us, but I can certainly go back and say if we pay all this up front.
13: Okay. Personally, I think we should do this because if there's one thing that I have not liked about what's been happening in reading for a long time is the essential lack of emphasis on phonics. And that's been an argument that's been around for many, many years. Phonics works. All the see and say and all the other things where you're looking at it as a code basically never did. And if that's not something we're teaching, then the sooner we can get back to teaching it, the happier I'm going to be. My kids needed supplementation. All right, we've got you know doctorates and master's degrees in my families right now, but a lot of it was because um, Laura supplemented at home because the the curriculum as being taught did not get it. Okay.
14: The uh, student materials and consumables, they're providing five years worth of those? Correct. Can those be, is the copyright meaning we cannot make copies of those materials and consumables? So at the end of five years, we're out of supplies. Even if we continue this program, are we left then purchasing another five years of supplies or can we use and make copies of
11: these materials? Well, technically, we're not supposed to make copies of any of those kind of materials, but does that happen? Absolutely. Um, in a classroom. So could it happen? Absolutely. I think at the five-year point, we definitely just want to make sure that our curriculum is in line and our students are making progress. And certainly at that point, we will you know, t- to do a survey with our teachers, look at uh, the resources that they continue to need. Maybe some of them do not want the student book. But what happens with the consumables, what I've seen with the curriculum as we field test is it is everything that they need is in there. I had one teacher say to me, I never had to go to the copy machine, so we're going to save money that way with paper. Because from the workbook pages to the assessment, they're all in one book, one location for teachers.
14: I would advise that in budgeting, since ESER won't always be around, that we start a line item for curriculum, because in five years, the state will mandate something different. 10 years, whatever that date is. And we do have
15: that local
14: referendum fund. Uh Thank you. Thank you very
0: much. Absolutely. Any more questions? Thank you for that presentation. Um,
10: Does this require a motion tonight? Action
0: tonight,
10: yes. I make a motion to move forward with
0: it. Second, Second. Okay. motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. Thank, thank, thank you. you. <clears throat> 6.03 North Georgetown Elementary fire alarm panel replacement quote. Coach Booth.
16: good evening good um, evening in your board docs there should be a quote tally sheet with uh, two uh, prices for replacement of the fire alarm at North Georgetown uh, either would be quite equipped to install uh, but the recommendation is to go with anaconda protective concepts at a hundred and thirteen thousand nine hundred both bids are under the procurement uh, threshold as well. Uh, this project will be completed over the summer and have the school back in total compliance. Uh, minor cap will fund the project.
0: Thank you Mr. Booth. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. East Millsboro Elementary, RTU quote. Thank you. Again, on your board docs is a quote tally
16: sheet uh, listing for the replacement of the rooftop unit operating for the benefit of the cafeteria. It is recommended that the lower bid be accepted of modern controls at a cost of $222,480. Three-letter bids are required uh, by the state uh, per procurement thresholds. Um, this will be a summer project as well, and be funded with minor cap funds.
14: I make
0: a motion to accept and move forward. I'm trying to track here, so I'm sorry, I clicked them. I right. Georgetown Middle School. There's a motion to accept. Is there a second? Second. 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 Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Go ahead, sir. The Georgetown
16: middle roof quote. Uh, the Georgetown Elementary should be slash uh, middle school quote. On your board docs is a, a roof project over part of the Georgetown middle um, and elementary cafeteria its lobby and the bathrooms that are just outside on the middle school side. Uh, The project has considerable amount of external ductwork. It is uh, also a flat roof. Uh, We recommend the proposal from Hershey Exteriors uh, be accepted for several reasons. Uh, They anticipate uh, doing the work uh, this summer um, and it is a total replacement
13: It's a story with this fly here. I um, do you better EP, talk to buildings and grounds EPDM. about bug control. Pardon? Talk to buildings and grounds about bug
16: control. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're in charge of pests too. Um, the rubber roof membrane will, will be totally replaced. Their cost is 82800 uh, and it'll be paid for out of minor cap funds. Um, the Miller roofing was just a coating only. Uh, but the roof is failing in some spots and need to be, total, need to be totally replaced. Uh, qual- quality exteriors, I should point out, quality exteriors was the lower bid by about $400. But in my conversations with them, uh, they're booked for the summer, so they couldn't promise getting to it um, like uh, Hershey exteriors. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I recommended uh, going with Hershey
0: Exteriors. Thanks, sir. Is there a motion to accept Hershey Exteriors? So moved. Motion made, second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Those opposed. Passes by unanimous vote. Six point oh six Sussex Central and Indian River High Schools tennis courts.
16: Okay, on your board docs are proposals to address uh, both high school uh, tennis courts. It is recommended to follow up with repairs that were made in the spring uh, before the seasons started, the tennis season started. Um, with the more repair work and coating, the new and newly painted stripes will keep the courts in pretty good condition for the next couple of years. Uh, Indian River High School is a higher cost due to the more excessive damage that it has. However, this proposal will allow uh, time to pursue a longer-term option if necessary and a, f- and a funding source. Sussex Central was built a little differently and costs less uh, in this proposal. Uh, minor cap funds will be used, it is under a state open mark- market uh, purchase threshold or it was under the open market pres- purchase uh, threshold, and the cost is $136,000 uh, even from Macaro Companies, who the recommendation is.
14: Hey, Mr. Booth, uh, the 136000 is to kind of refurbish it now, and we think we'll get three, four years, roughly? Uh, hopefully. Okay. Can you share with everybody what it would cost to redo both schools it was about an even per school was just rough idea
16: yeah i i actually put that down as a as a third quote since we were looking for proposals and it it would cost um, in excess of five hundred thousand dollars this particular quote came in um, probably about eight months ago and it was six hundred ninety nine thousand five hundred dollars to completely uh redo uh, the Indian River High School. Yeah. Um, you know, they, did, they didn't even want to quote uh, the repairs that I mentioned earlier from Maccaro. They, uh-huh. they just thought it would be so, a, a waste of time. Um, however, I've had several different companies come out and look at it where it's their specialties to look at. Um, but it seems like this is more prudent and economic. Yeah. Uh, feasible way to go so, so to redo
14: both was about five to six hundred thousand at per, least per at, school
16: at least yeah yeah start. we we redid both uh tracks excuse me we redid uh, both uh, tracks and they were uh, about two hundred thirty thousand dollars each and that was probably three years ago mm-hmm. two
0: or three years ago so the, the cost just keeps going up so we value engineers our tennis courts here, because if we tore up our tennis courts and built another one, we're talking $700,000 we would have been adding to the new Sussex Central, I say here but Sussex Central High School, correct?
14: Yeah. 700000 for Indian River.
16: At, at this school there might be a little more planning involved because uh, in talking with Principal Williams, uh, the location of this was built up about two or three feet. And you'll see it on the south side of the school. Um, and. You know, there are, I don't know if it's a spring or something that runs under it, but they have a lot of, of water issues, uh, which I think it all contributes to the multi uh, cracks and the size of the cracks that they have. Uh, Sussex Central is built um, on a uh, property that is flat. Uh, we don't have um, as many concerns uh, there as they do at Indian River High School. Uh, so you, if the district may look at Uh, placing the tennis courts uh, in a different location uh, because if uh, Indian River were to be added added on to, that would be probably the direction, the more likely direction of where classrooms would be added on in the future.
9: Okay.
14: Real quickly, could you the, the tennis resurfacer it's because the concrete I guess it's is it asphalt or con- a- concrete? Yeah, it's a, it, it, yeah. it gets pockmarks. It's it's holes, little stone holes, that causes the ball to not always go and you know it's like a ground ball hitting and bouncing the wrong way or something like that. That's what we're talking about redoing.
0: Yeah, it's a special coating. Appreciate your expertise on that. There a uh, for my tennis days. Nice job. Like, big sweat is, uh, is there a motion to accept the recommendation of Mr. Booth for the uh, so move placement of, or to repair of the two tennis courts? Motion made. Is there a second?
2: second? Second.
0: Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 6.07. Uniforms. Central High School basketball uniforms.
3: Thank you, Mr. Layfield. Yes, sir. So during the finance committee, we brought the basketball uniforms uh, to the committee for review as we do uh, all uniforms. This uniform does deviate from our identified blue and gold for Sussex Central Uh, Per our policy, we have the ability as a board to approve this, as we've done in some previous cases, uh, for limited use. So we bring this to the board this evening, and it's my understanding, um, and I will confirm that these are purchased through booster funds for Sussex Central High School's basketball program.
13: You did say limited use,
3: correct? That's typically what we could do is get the exact dates. In the past, I believe we've identified dates for, I think the baseball team, um, I believe wrestling has some singlets. So we've identified the dates that they would potentially use those.
13: All right, and those have to be cleared by who? Building administrator or by you or by the board or who?
3: I can clear it if the board would like that, yes.
13: Please.
0: I would like to move forward with a recommendation. To uh, accept the uniforms based upon the future conversation of confirming their limited use with name dates in the future so it, it it's some uh parity some equity so it's congruent so move to what we've done with the other uh sports
17: second I, I'm,
0: I'm very much in favor of nice uniforms we want to stay with the school colors And if we go deviate from those school colors in any way, that it's a limited use and not something that we're changing the whole direction of the colors of our schools. Is there a motion to accept? Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Abstain. Uh, Mr. O'Fill, can you please poll the board?
1: Mr. Cathell? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Miss Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? Abstain. Mrs. Pryor? Abstain. Mrs. Wright? Yes.
0: Seven yes, zero no, and two abstentions. Passed by majority vote. 6.08, uh, Boys and Girls Club request.
16: Thank you, Mr. President. We, we had a uh, discussion about the Boys and Girls Club's request about North Georgetown. And with us tonight is the President and CEO of the Delaware Boys and Girls Club, Mr. John Wellens. At committee, it was suggested uh, to present to the full, full board a resolution uh, on their proposal to use the entrance lanes at North Georgetown. It's a site that they're considering in the back of the property, um, a resolution, a letter, and the maps were on your board doc, and Mr. Wellens is here to answer any uh, board members'
18: questions. Well, John, thank you very much. Take any questions that you might have for this request. I'm looking through board docs. Somebody
0: got an attachment on the board docs so No, there's me. no attachment.
2: Uh-uh.
14: So, like. So I know you spoke at, uh, buildings and grounds, uh, which I was there. Yes. Appreciate that. Um, and, and, you know, obviously it's to share use of the entrance that we have already at North Georgetown. And I know that, uh, uh one thing we received was kind of the, the schedule of, of, of fault of, uh, your activity buses coming in and out and the times of the day. Um, Something I thought about after that meeting, since there's not really enough room, you only have so much road frontage, and there's not enough room with setbacks for you to put your own lane in. That's why the request to use ours. But what about the expense and possibility of putting um, some widening of the lane that's there, especially some turn lanes um, for helping to expedite the traffic any thought to that uh,
18: yeah i think you know we definitely would would entertain that i think um and as we would continue through the due diligence of this project we need to get del dot involved um, and i think that they would probably want to have some widening of that anyway i think the challenge will come with it is whether or not there is enough room there with the different with the setbacks that the town will require um, but it's definitely something that we would entertain um and recognize would be a benefit to our use as well as uh, the district's.
14: Okay. And I, I guess, and I don't know anything about this this type of stuff, but since your road frontage is right next to ours, there should be maybe with approval of an easement to have wide enough room. That's and right. that's something I guess for the experts to. That's right. Look the in
18: engineers in, in DelDot would, would opine on that. Uh, but for those who may not have had a chance to, to look at the materials, um, there's a, a parcel of land adjacent to North Georgetown Elementary, um, and the back portion of that, um, it's about nine and a half acres in total, but probably about six or seven, is really the buildable parcel, which is back at, almost at the end of the entry road to, uh, to G- North Georgetown Elementary School. And we're working with, uh, with the town, uh, it's currently zoned residential, um, and we're working with the town to go through a process to apply for a conditional use permit. Uh, one of the things that we know they're going to ask about is, um, is access to the property. Um, they won't grant the conditional use um, unless we have uh, an easement or something that is tantamount to that. Um, obviously, we have a little bit of a chicken and egg situation. You know, we don't want to purchase the property unless we know that we have access to it to, to build. Um, and but we can't get the right um, zoning requirements from the from the town unless we have an easement. And this is kind of a middle ground here, where um, the resolution would really, as it states, you know, if we purchase uh, the property, then we would work with the with the district to uh, to have an easement recorded. Obviously, this is just you know really a formality. The real work is in um, is in you know the details of that easement, uh, possibly widening. Um, as, we, as we could as part of that, um, and also anything related to utilities that we would need to, um, to tie into town, uh, water and sewer, uh, et cetera.
13: Personally, I'm supportive of the idea, and I think Mr. Fritz floated the widening uh, last week or the week before. Um, I think it's an excellent idea, and that's something that could work into your budget and could benefit both schools, certainly with us having the, the Boys Girls Clubs close at hand makes life easier for the parents. Um, I'm, I'm supportive of the project, you know, certainly in principle, sure. okay? Like you said, there's bugs that have to be worked out and, you know, there's an awful lot of uh, other things, but in, in principle, I, I'd say we should support this. So, Do we need to vote on this tonight, by the way?
16: Well, let me just ask, uh, on your board docs, is. I mean, we sent this out to everybody after the committee meeting, the PowerPoint, so it should have gotten a PowerPoint, but on your board docs, there's nothing no. of a letter or resolution. No. Mm-hmm. no John, you may want to read the resolution. Okay. Uh, um, my apologies. Uh,
18: and my understanding is that this has been reviewed by your legal counsel, too. Um, I believe it was sent to our attorneys. Yes, they were, they were
3: fine with it. Yeah,
18: okay. Uh, The resolution uh, reads, whereas the Boys and Girls Clubs of Delaware, Inc., the clubs, is considering the purchase of parcel 135.14.00-83, the property, located adjacent to the North Georgetown Elementary School on North Bedford Street, Georgetown, Delaware, whereas limited road frontage limits direct access to the property for ingress-egress, and whereas... The existing entryway to North Georgetown Elementary School runs along the border of the property, and whereas the clubs have requested that Indian River School District pass a resolution granting an easement to the clubs across the entryway and such other portions of the school property as are reasonably necessary for ingress and egress to and from the property to the adjacent public road, subject to the club's purchase of the property. And now, therefore, be it resolved that Indian River School District Board of Education grants to the clubs a perpetual free and uninterrupted easement across the entryway and such other portions of the school property as are reasonably necessary for ingress and egress to and from the property to the adjacent public road, including access to utilities, water and sewer, electric and natural gas if necessary. And be it further resolved that subsequent to the purchase of the property, the Indian River School District will work with the clubs and legal counsel to draft and record a formal legal easement agreement adopted by the Indian River School District Board of Education, regular meeting, regular public meeting on May, hopefully, 22nd, 2023.
14: (laughs) Dr. Owens, the start and end times for North Georgetown.
3: Um, Sarah Green is here. She can be specific for me. Ms. Green, you start at 8.15, 8 o'clock?
14: Can, can you say
3: again what time is it? 7.45, 2.55. So our arrival time, window is 7.45, or 810.
14: and then our dismissal is 2.55, okay. so, Mr. Wellens, if, if I – tell me if I'm wrong. In the information you provided, you said there's roughly, uh, in the morning, 30 parent drop-offs, five vans – And that, in your morning time, was around 6.30 to 7.30. In the afternoon, about 20 van or bus drop-offs. And your afternoon times are 3 to 4. And then you have your evening parent pickup, which is between 5.30 and 6. Yeah. That
18: right? That's about correct, yes.
0: That is if we don't change our times anytime well, yeah. in the future to make <laughs> yeah. up for our busing issues. Yeah. Right. It's going to need a lot of coordination. I, 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 I'm I, in favor of it. And I think the widening of the roadway is going to help. It's yep. just going to be constant coordination. Our community in Georgetown is going to benefit from these two yep. complexes being so close. And there's going to be headaches with times and travel and egress. But <clears throat> I'm, I'm in favor of it. It's just something we'll constantly work out. And it's a big it's a big step of trust to say, sir, we want we want you there. However, we anticipate Some of the headaches with travel, and just hopefully we're able to work through it.
14: If a widening of the lane is something in the works, is the Boys and Girls Club prepared to bear that expense?
18: Uh, You know, we will have a large site work budget, and would incorporate that uh, into it. Um, I think, you know, we'll be seeking support from a lot of uh, foundations and individuals and businesses, um, as well as existing resources. So. I don't see why we would that wouldn't be part of our you know, standard you. site work
3: budget. So my my only question is if we were to take this, the attorneys have looked at it in theory. They agree. Should we ask them to again work with Mr. Wellens and and his team to formalize that within the resolution that the cost any cost incurred from whether it's DOT findings for expansion Yes yeah, like.
14: I'd like to see that in writing because too many times it's not in writing and we get expenses we didn't think we're supposed to have. And I, and
3: I would work with you and your team. Okay. And yeah, I would I, like
19: to know, has anyone even considered asking what the staff of the school and the parents who attend that school, what they feel about this project?
3: Yeah, we we made Mrs. Green aware, the principal, that this is a possibility. Um, I think she was, and Sarah, I won't speak for you, but I think she was kind of excited that they'd have a facility there close by to okay. support the staff anything else
19: so your staff and parents are in favor of the program as well
3: miss miss moses we've not We've not surveyed the, the families at all, so I don't want to misrepresent that. But um, you know, we've we've talked to, to Sarah.
18: We do have strong participation from you know North Georgetown families <coughs> at our existing location on Race Street. Uh, so there is an existing relationship with the Boys and Girls Clubs with a lot of families.
0: If we need to add verbiage to the resolution, is it
18: should mm-hmm. we be voting on it? No. There is, there is one element here that in the the next the, the actually next to the last stanza that says, "Be it further resolved that subsequent to purchase of the property, the Indian River School District will work with the clubs and legal counsel to draft and record a formal easement agreement." Um, and you know that agreement certainly would spell out who's responsible for what costs. Um, you know, uh, at, at that time, if that's suitable, versus uh, having it explicit in the resolution, but. Jay, did this make it to our attorney? Yes.
16: The the attorneys, I'm sorry, but the attorneys uh, for the district said that we could work it out in an
13: easement type of agreement. Their response back. And they didn't have any concerns about this being overly um, broad in terms of commitment. Uh, They thought that it could be worked out in the in the easement.
0: I agree. It, it, it's in the resolution to a small extent. There, we just—if we vote upon it, we need to vote with that stipulation on a, our Greenwood resolution.
14: Well, so voting on this wouldn't tie us into anything because at the uh, writing of the easement paperwork of the, the the follow-up, it's read that read that paragraph again or that sentence again. Uh,
18: says um, says subsequent to the purchase of the property, the Indian River School District will work with the clubs and legal counsel to draft and record a formal legal easement agreement.
0: In order to get, uh, obtain an agreement, <clears throat> our issues are going to need to be mm-hmm. worked out. Yeah. Not not a hundred percent doesn't mean just because, we, but there's an agreement. And in order for us to agree, there's going to be something yeah. amenable there that. towards the district. Right. I. I I think it's and which, what's your I, I, timeline a there we can argue what's your timeline like of getting at
14: it. least this part of the initial approval I mean you, you got to be under some kind of timeline with purchasing this property
18: uh, yeah so kind of our timeline at this point was to um, uh, understand what our challenges were relative to ingress egress this helps address that in knowing that we would be able to work out an easement agreement with the district. This is also important in our work with the town to understand what the zoning requirements are for the property to get a conditional use permit. Okay. With this resolution being passed, we can work with the, with the town in confidence that, that we'll have everything in order that they will need to grant that permit. At the same time, we'll then begin you know, final negotiations with the, with the property owner to put a purchase and sale agreement in place. Um, and I don't see any reason why that won't happen.
13: Can I make a motion to support the resolution?
0: There's a motion made. Is there a second?
14: I second it with the knowledge, knowing that the should uh, should the, should the uh, proceed that we have the ability to write the legal paperwork with working out those details <clears throat> to the to the favor of the school district, not as a compromise.
0: I'm trying to interpret the motion. There's a motion made and seconded. But the stipulation is from the board is that it is an agreement on
14: yeah. the easement. Yeah, my expectation is the school district doesn't have to spend any money
18: to widen these lanes.
14: We aren't buying the
18: property. That's correct. When you yeah. guys are granting us, granting us an easement, it'll be our responsibility to make the improvements. Whatever which, yeah. what, whatever improvements are required as dot Delta, Delta requires and if we can expand it. we will.
14: So in good faith, I'm okay with yeah. moving.
0: I am, but if you throw Dot in thing well, day, you thing, know, we're going to put a light there north of the credit union just because we got a not put in a couple read.
14: sidewalks and a traffic light, and yeah. a roundabout. Yeah, a roundabout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, motion made. Seconded. Is there any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed?
18: passes by unanimous vote. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Really do appreciate uh, you know, your passing this resolution and you know it says a lot about your willingness to work with us in the good faith and we really do appreciate that. Thank you.
16: Thank you. Hey, uh, I don't know if this matters but the resolution calls for the president of the board to sign.
0: <laughs> you get my signature because the board voted behind it.
13: <laughs>
0: uh, anything further with the boys and girls club requests mr booth no sir okay 6.09 2023 2024 dsba the lower school board association membership dues
3: yes these are your annual dues and as you'll see they've remained at that uh 11.0 threshold um which used to be 13.0. So we appreciate that from uh, Mr. Marinucci and his team. And the fees for the 23-24 school year are
0: $12,656. It is a lot of money. There's value in it. They're doing more with Mariucci than I've ever seen in the past. Yep. Now Mariucci is going to be gone. July.
4: Yes. yes, July. He's, so
0: he's but he's 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 taking us in the right direction with that, so I find value in that.
13: Is I'll make the motion we accept it. Second.
0: Motion made and seconded to accept. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Six ten. Howard Kennis golf cart. Ma'am.
20: Good evening. Um, As everyone is aware, Howard Yanis, we have been in our new building since January 3rd of this year. And since we've moved in as a staff, we've been analyzing all of our needs, as you know, because I keep coming every month with requests. But we have a pot of money that is going to expire at the end of the fiscal year, which is June 30th. And if we don't spend this large sum of money that we have conservatively saved, it will go back to the state. So as a team, we have looked at our needs, and we determined to support our constable and the safety initiatives to purchase a golf cart um, that will help our constable efficiently get around the the new space since it is a lot larger, check all of our parking lots front and the back and all of the outside grass areas. The golf cart that we are presenting um, holds four people, It comes with seat belts and blinkers and all of the bells and whistles for safety, road-ready is what they refer to it as. Um, But it also comes with a five-year warranty, which is the most that you could get on any golf cart that we analyzed. And it also comes with lithium batteries, which have a 15-year battery life. Does anyone have any questions?
0: Are you aware of the huge EV mandate meeting that's going on at Sussex Central this evening? (laughs)
2: over a thousand
0: people speaking out against electronic vehicles what's the benefit to the electronic vehicle versus a gas powered uh, vehicle for your use
20: price point price point it increases at about five thousand dollars if we go to a gas
13: well there's this is going to be lost so i think this is a good usage for it so i would be supportive i'd make a motion to approve
0: Motion made and seconded. I know in the past that we've had some schools look to upgrade, but this is...
20: If you want me to look to upgrade, I will absolutely do so, but we need to make the the purchase, but we're confident that this will be fine.
13: They're a nice unit as well.
14: I believe you shared the life in the meeting. You shared the life expectancy about 10 years?
20: uh, 15 years is what comes on the battery, but... You know shave some here or there they say as long as we use it regularly the lithium batteries last way longer than the other one you know than the regular Mm -hmm. the regular battery does so they're confident and i know that mr Nealis is going to definitely be using it every day
0: there's motions on table is there any further discussion all those in favor say aye. aye aye those that are opposed Thank you, you very much. Pass unanimous vote, ma'am. We'll be keeping an eye on that electronic vehicle. <laughs> 611, Howard Tiennis, furniture change order.
16: Okay, on your board, docs, hopefully, is a quote uh, tally sheet for NS school for four bids. Um, <clears throat> Ms. Kansack uh, got the three different quotes. Um, and that is one of the purchase. The other purchase are included for preschool items for state licensing in the amount of $26,804.10 and $53,081.44 for two multi-sensory and one <clears throat> New Zealand specialty program for the specialty program spaces, I should say. Um, so it's, a, it's equipment for the two sensories and the one New Zealand program spaces. Uh, the purchases, if, if approved, will be paid for uh, with the NS school construction funds. And if there's any questions, uh, Mrs. Cancex, right here.
6: The construction Motion to fund, was
16: that all included with, with the beds? I, yeah, I didn't
6: hear. This was a change order, so it's an added cost. So is, is this covered with the construction cost, or is this an add-on addition?
20: So the, the purchase of these particular beds is an oversight on my part. I had thought that I originally ordered them when we ordered the changing tables months ago, but I did not. When I went back and looked at my notes, I noticed that the beds that they the changing table beds wouldn't work for the purpose in the nurses' office, right? So, we went looking again and this seemed to be the best price for the the best option because we need them to be mobile, move up and down as well as, you know, sit up, fold and have side rails based on our student population needs. So, in terms of the question you asked, that would be Mr. Booth. We,
16: we lump them all together into a change order.
6: And there's if, extra if, funds in the construction budget to, to pay for this? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.
16: Okay. Yeah, it's just the one quote. Uh,
20: medical med- eShop.
6: Medical
16: eShop for, for four bids it's at $10,475. And then the other two amounts uh, all of those added together were, you know, right around ninety thousand dollars. And there's money available. Project's well funded.
0: <coughs> there's a motion to accept. Is there a second? So moved. Second. Any further discussion? <coughs> all those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed. Passes by unanimous vote. Six twelve. Change orders and allowance notifications. Um, there is one change order.
16: It's a notification requirement to the board for the board procedure for the new Sussex Central, and that is a change order of B-17, which is contract uh, bid pack B. Uh, 17 is the, is the company, uh, and one is the change order, um, and that is for nickel electric. Uh, I didn't have this before, the two and three were the reimbursements to the district for going from uh, copper to, um, help me out, copper
19: aluminum? To. Right. But
16: um, this is $11,000, uh, $390, and that came after scope review and new code requirements that came on. Uh, so uh, acceptance of the notification is recommended.
0: Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 613, Howard Tianis change orders.
16: Yes, uh, we do have one. It was um, recommended that we put fencing around the well hid area. Um, It was strongly recommended by the state because the disconnects are located on the wellheads themselves. Uh, The wellheads are directly in back of the water building um, close to where the uh, greenhouse is proposed to be built. Um, So this is a notification of the board. Um, There are two wellheads in the areas uh, that need fencing. The total cost... For the fencing around both wellheads, are twenty three thousand seven hundred and eighty nine dollars so i don't think we really had much of a choice but um uh, that's that's already been approved it's just a notification uh, to the board um the i don't know if you want to take action on that
3: we don't
16: we don't really need to right don't need to. Uh, you have been notified uh, and we've done it both ways actually um, do, during the course of this project. Um, on your board docs is a letter hopefully from Fern and Daniel, uh, that we have discussed uh, at Buildings and Grounds uh, Committee. Um, it is for and it, allowing them to bill for the remaining 58,000. I think it's Fifty-eight thousand one hundred thirty-eight dollars and sixty-three cents. Uh, Mr. Ferns here to answer any questions. So, Ken, you're up.
17: Sure. So, what we're what we're asking for is consideration to um, not change our our contract amount would stay the same, but we're looking to modify the contract to credit back any unused uh, time and material items that we had, and then try and recapture those as an additional architectural services um, for extended construction administration services. So trying to recoup some of the, the, the amount of time that we spent on a project. The project was supposed to be complete uh, May 17th of 2022. We're over a year past that. We're in the punch list phase of the of the project now. So we're still going to be spending a good, good amount of time uh, getting through. So we're just asking consideration to Uh, basically take the credited, unused T&M items that are remaining and convert those in as additional architectural services.
13: And this work was necessary for the completion of the project, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, This has come up several times now. I think that in the past, when projects have run over, we have uh, paid the extra time for a lot of other companies, including when we built um, Sussex Central. So I'm inclined to supporting the request, and I would make a motion that we uh, we grant the uh, the money.
17: The, the the cost too. The cost we're asking. We've extended beyond the contract amount. Oh, I know. Altogether. I am aware. So we're just trying to stay within that amount and hopefully. We'll I agree. I think it's generous.
13: There's
0: a motion to accept. Yes, Dr. sir, Hunter. Is there a second? Motion made and second. Any further discussion?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All those in favor, say aye. 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 No. Those opposed? Can you please poll the board?
1: Mr. Cathel? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Miss Moses? Abstain. Mr. Peden? No. Mrs. Pryor? No. Mrs. Wright? Abstain. Five
0: yes, two no, and two abstentions. The motion, does not, the motion does not pass.
13: All right. The question is, are we going to bring this back again at some point, or does this basically cut the company out altogether, which I do not think is fair, by the some, way.
14: Some, some clarification, this was the same request, same money, Yes. Two, two board meetings ago, Yes. and then it has since been discussed in committee. Yes. correct so this isn't a separate or additional sum of money no and this clarify for me again and for us this is for time yeah that the project our, our
17: our services are supposed to run to the completion of the project in right. a contract the contract was completed supposed to be complete over a year ago we've continued to spend our time going to job meetings uh, reviewing materials, we're, got to, we're doing our punch list now of the building to ensure that, the, that if we see any imperfections or things that need to be corrected, that we could uh, notify Richard Y. Johnson of those items. And then we come back out to verify that those items have been complete. So. Um,
13: Frankly, if the board accepts this as a precedent, the next time a project runs over, these people would be perfectly justified to walk away at the regular completion date and leave us hanging with the project being incomplete if that's what you want to do those that voted no and abstained fine go for it but the precedent that you're setting right now would allow the next company to say we're done go away what do we do then
7: we're not there to set a precedent i'm not here to vote, or to abstain to set a precedent but over and over and over again at some point in time being in this construction business we who are using taxpayers dollars need to be accountable so if there's a project and it's not over and it's runs over and it's not indian river school district's fault why should we have to pay it we have we we and i know what we're going to go back to this famous word of there's a contingency fund in here so no matter what we do no matter how long it takes us no matter what we're going to pay it. Well, you know, private people don't work that way. It's you give us an idea. Here's what happens. And that's it. Now, if the reason it got expanded past that time is because of construction that had nothing to do with us, why am I paying it?
13: Well, okay. And I agree with you. Why are we paying? On the other hand, why did they continue? They were fully capable of stopping at that point. So in order to help us out and to see to it the project was happened in a quality fashion, they continued. So again, this is setting a precedent. The next time somebody comes along, IR doesn't pay past a certain point, we're done.
3: I I can say that a large part of the delay was for the roofing materials. That's what caused the greatest delay, I believe, earlier on in the project. So that was. You know what?
13: It could have been any kind of a delay. It wasn't our fault. I get that. But it wasn't their fault either. They stepped up. You're setting a precedent, whether you like it or not.
14: It, I'm not uh, sure I follow the, the the technique or the. But this is this is fifty-eight thousand in addition. No, well, well that's it, what that's what I think. That's where the confusion comes yeah, in. So, because, so. Wait so so wait a minute, because everybody thinks it's fifty-eight, including myself, fifty-eight thousand in addition to what we already contracted. But you're describing it's not, it's 58,000 of the original contract, but I'm not sure how that works. Yeah,
17: so I have some time time and material items that are listed there for traffic study impact. We've, we've billed those to what the work we've done. There's remaining funds that are remaining on those that I would credit back to the district. So I'm just asking with the, the items that I'm crediting back that I could recapture that in, in changing those credits to, to, um, to services to, to cover some of a portion of our time. Our, our, our time's far exceeded what I'm asking for, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um,
14: I'm, not, I'm not following that. I don't follow that accounting. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a shell game. You're accrediting you're time. It's not time. a shell game.
17: For accounting reasons, yes, I'm asking for additional services of architectural fees of $58,000 and then i'm saying it's not going to it's not going to it wouldn't add any additional cost to the project that's already been allocated is what i'm trying to get at my contract already has those time and materials the full amounts in my contracts so i just haven't expended those so i would be giving those back so Yes, I'm asking for additional services. I'm just saying that it wouldn't it wouldn't extend any additional funds beyond what's already allocated in my within my contract. So
14: this fifty eight thousand was already approved in your contract. Yes, but portions choo- of it I'm not going to use because You're just I have to get it paid a different way.
17: The, the, the time and material ones I've expended the time I need to spend on those, so I have remaining funds that are left over. So those funds for accounting. I, I return those funds to the yeah. district because of, of my contract for traffic impact study. I have $24,000 left that we didn't need
14: to bill. Yeah. Uh, so, so, the accounting part, right? Yeah. bottom line, I'm trying to make sure and understand legally, is that legally this I'm is, asking for a change order, but this is not $58,000 in addition to what we already had approved. This fifty-eight thousand is part of what we approve, regardless of how it's accounted for. Yes, it's
17: part of what it's it's it would it would be what would be remaining in my contract of unused uh, time and material items on the purchase, on the
14: purchase order. Yes. So in essence, we owe it. It's just based uh, on how you want it paid I, out. Um, I I can't. I, I've only billed what I need
17: to bill in, those, in the categories I'm asking for, so I would credit that back because I, I'm, I'm not billing for any more traffic impact study. I have $24,000 left, yeah. so th- those type of funds, I'm just saying, I'm crediting those back what I would do at the end of a project, and then I'm asking for a change order in the same amount of the funds I'm crediting. So I'm asking for a change order, yes, to help cover some of the costs that we've spent and incurred on the project, um, a portion of the
14: funds we've expended on the project. Which is no more money than we already had approved. Correct. Yes. When was the traffic so impact did you study have to, done? So
7: why do we have to do it that way then? It's a different, Why is it coming back for additional? Because,
14: because of the – the, I don't understand myself because it's the yeah. accounting part of it. It's like you go it, buy a Because had a we had to tires, use that money,
7: yeah. the impact study or the, the con- traffic study that it would be additional funds.
14: If, tell me stop me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the okay, contract so. has so many certain hours built in for traffic impact study. Yes. They didn't use all of those hours in the contract, but they used hours in different places. So in order to do a formal change order, they need to credit back the hours that they did not use in the traffic impact study and bill it a different way. So it's a change order according to the contract that we already agreed to to pay out the same money. So Mike. so even
17: yeah, even even if this project ran several months several months past the, the the contract, that's typically something we say okay, it's 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 ran 2 or 3 months beyond the, the construction date. We we close our contract any remaining funds on remaining time and material items we haven't used, we would credit those back to the district. Mm-hmm. And and that, that would be credited back as, as a, a credit change order that we write to modify our contract, to reduce our contract amount. And so I'm just saying for the, what what I'm asking, what we reduced, I'm saying I also am asking for a change order as an additional change order that's totally separate from from that, to in the same amount of what I've, I've credited back. That's all
7: but on a business side of that so if we knew there was funds that were coming back there would have been a presentation that said this is what's happening and that the point where it got that we were into additional funding i think the district had the right to know that that we were we had gone over instead of waiting now and all of a sudden it's like okay now i need this money back it's it's a communication issue yeah, it is, and I don't and a, not, you know, I don't like,
14: disagree. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. It is a communication issue. We're not... The, the complicated part is we're not coming up with more funds. If this project had ended on time, I'm safe to say, we'd have been credited back $58,000. Yes. Because yes. they didn't use all their resources for these different categories.
17: <clears throat> even even if it time. extended beyond, we typically... We, we, hey, it's, it's fun. We're, we're just going to do that, but... We're a year past and continuing. And I, I believe the projects run pretty well with, with a minimal amount of, of change orders allocated to the design team as well.
13: I think the project ran extremely well. If there were problems that had nothing to do with this board or what you were doing, It had everything to do with supply uh, chain issues um, and other things that were essentially beyond anybody's control. It has been voted upon. If
0: anybody that abstained or voted no wants to make a motion to...
13: Like I said, good luck in the future with other projects. People will walk away from us now. That's the precedent you're setting. That's what's going to get out into the world.
10: You saved the money in one line item, and you're spending it on another line item. Say it again. We saved the money in one line item, and now it's being built in another line item. You're just moving it from one line item to the other. That's all it is. He's trying to recoup his. He's trying to recoup his expenses from the money he saved like us. A, a, yeah, a portion of our. A portion of our expenses. It.
17: Yes, I, I'm way past that. Right. I'm trying so to simplify too. it. Yes. But yes. And I'm not asking I mean, for anything way past that. He
10: saved us money here, but he worked extra, so he's trying to get paid for the extra from the money he's right. already saved us. he's but not ele- trying to bill us extra. He's trying to get paid money he saved us in the beginning
14: but he legally can't do it under the original contract because of the way the contract's written in different categories so that's why it's a change order to get it paid at a different a different way the, the,
17: the, the way the contract's written is usually where we're a percentage of the construction is what our our state mandates us for our fee and that that cost is has has far exceeded and, and i'm not going that direction either i'm asking yeah. for the the minimal amount I would say that i'm requesting
10: It has to be someone that. Correct me if I'm wrong. It has to be somebody that voted no or abstained.
7: Correct. In order to, to
10: make a
0: motion. Process. Yep. Other than that, we have voted. So, is there any further discussion on this? Is there a new motion?
19: I make a motion. Since this has been explained in a more simplified manner.
0: Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? <clears throat> We're voting upon the right to revote this. Correct. The motion is for us to revote. okay <clears throat> all those in favor of revoting? say yes yes okay yes. all those opposed okay with well, that said is there now a motion to accept the
14: i make a motion that we accept uh,
0: the change order as presented howard tianis change orders So motion made now is there a second second motion made and seconded any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Abstain. Mrs. Troublefield, please pull the board.
1: Mr. Cattle? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hadier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Miss Moses?
19: Yes. I was mistaken previously. I thought this was an additional charge that we were incurring. So please accept my apologies and thank you all for your explanations.
1: Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? Abstain. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Eight yes, zero no, one abstention.
0: Passed by majority vote. Is there any board members concerned with the process we just rolled through?
6: No, I, I just wish it would be more transparent and more communication during the process. So we. So
14: understand. what I would, as a follow-up to that, Mr. Peen, what I would ask in the future with any of our uh, business associates that the first presentation isn't at a board meeting. It has to go through proper committee channels first, not a board meeting, then back to committee, then back
13: to the board. You did come to finance, didn't you?
17: Yeah, it was supposed to go through finance first, yeah, it but it was, finance. It, was, it was left off before board. it came to
13: the board two yes, months sir. ago.
17: It was intended to be there, and it didn't happen, and they said, just come to the board.
14: Oh, see, so it really wasn't discussed then. Yeah, I would, so, so you it went was to all, the – It was discussed that, he, he yeah, that, the, the process,
13: following month yeah, I went okay. and discussed okay. it. The, he followed the, okay. the process, and okay. then we brought it to the board. It was right. rejected, and last month, if you remember, I did ask about it or ask somebody about it, but you were out. We're yes. not here. Yes, so it time. was tabled at that time.
14: A topic like this, I wasn't obviously I don't think at that finance meeting, but then I get two months ago or two meetings ago with the request. It's pretty hard for me to vote for something the first time I hear it when asking with this deep of an explanation. Okay, That's one where of the communication things
13: that out. got me about this is that the process, as explained, was to say the least convoluted. It is convoluted, however, I believe in our favor. Okay, because as everybody kind of recognized, you know, it was a mere substitution from one to the other. So, had it been explained in a different way, maybe it would have been easier. But, you know, I I knew what you were trying to do, right. okay? So, or at least I thought I knew what you were trying to do, okay? Let's put it that way. So, anyway, that's that. 6.14.
0: Social media class action lawsuit.
3: Before we go on to 6.14, Tammy did message me. 6.12, in the past, we have taken action on those change order notifications, although we do have the uh, ability to approve. I think for auditing purposes, we have made it a practice to approve as a board. So I'd ask that we look at that again on 6.12 and uh, consider a motion.
14: I make a motion we accept the change orders as presented.
0: Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passed by unanimous vote. Thank you, Dr. Owens.
3: Thank you. 6.14 is social media class action lawsuit. So the same law firm that represented uh, Delaware districts for the Jewel lawsuit has approached Delaware districts for litigation associated with uh, social media and the impact of social media on our students and the mental health crisis that it can uh, create within your board docs, you do have a presentation. I've also previously shared some additional information from these attorneys. Um, just a couple uh, areas that I think kind of summarize this slide number two you'll see that the peer reviewed scientific research shows that the social media products may cause eating disorders, anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and other serious diseases. And districts have a are on the front line of the nationwide youth mental health crisis. And I would say we are a part of that as well. We have seen a rise in mental health concerns. And this lawsuit shows where social media can be linked to some of of those issues. And we, as well as other districts, have allocated many resources, including counselors and training, et cetera, to try to combat that. So obviously, uh, I won't read through each of these slides Um, slide 5 does show why we would consider litigation so what I ask the board to consider tonight is whether we want to uh, participate in this class action I do know there are other uh, districts around the state that will be participating as well as we did with the Jewel lawsuit so uh, approval tonight would allow me to move forward with the retainer from this law firm and uh, allow them to to litigate and come back to us as needed
0: so moved second. motion made and seconded any further discussion all those in favor say aye aye, aye. those opposed passes by unanimous vote 6.15 tax relief requests make, make a motion the tax to make a motion to accept to accept the
14: uh request motion made
13: second any further discussion okay assuming that with the the relief of the interest that the principal is paid in full. Correct. Whether that needs to be stated or not, I don't know. But it has been our history that if we forgive the, the interest portion of the relief, that the base tax itself has to be paid in full, right. not on a payment plan.
0: I think that's the way they've been wording in the past, and
13: I'll make sure that this is it? Carries I'm, I'm, forward. Just double, I'm just double double checking. So, Mr. President.
15: Dr. Hattier, it's my understanding the county Can will we'll not forgive that? the interest unless the Principles paid and hold.
0: Got it. Okay. We're good. One goes with the other. So there's a motion and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? No. Pass. No. Please poll the board, and trouble Mr. Troublefield.
1: Mr. Cathol? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Ms. Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? No. Mrs. Pryor? No. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Seven yes, zero no, two abstentions.
0: Passes by majority vote. 6.16, personalized student transportation.
5: Hi, how's everybody? All right, we have had a request for proposal out for personalized transportation services. That would fall under our homeless and McKinney Vento, as well as special education, special ed transportation. We had three proposals that were received by the due date of May 15th. Um, there was a four-person scoring team made up of Mrs. Blannard, Mrs. Smith, Mr. Walt Smith, and myself. Um, there were three proposals, and the highest, every single scorer scored Precision Associates the highest on the rubric. So we would like your approval to move forward with contract negotiations with Precision Associates for personalized student transportation.
0: Motion to accept. So moved. Motion made, is there a second? second? Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Thank you. Old Business, Major Capital Planning.
3: Yes, the, the weather has cooperated well for us in the new Sussex Central pro- Project Uh, is progressing well this last month. The construction team is installing curbing, sidewalks, and paving in several areas on site. Dot entrances are under construction as part of phase five. The size of the footprint of the building is viewable as foundations, pads, masonry, and stairs are being constructed. There are currently 50 to 60 employees on site uh, daily, and this summer that will uh, grow to over 100 personnel. Deliveries of materials such as steel and mechanical items will be placed on the paved student parking lot at the end of the month. Timeline for projections are still on track for entry into the building in September 2025.
0: To add to that discussion, I was able to visit the high school for an award ceremony last Friday. I was able to walk above the uh, auditorium and look out. It's impressive to see that build going on, the amount of concrete they've poured For the cafeteria, it just looks like a concrete football field. And then the the different structures they have going up and all the different sites working. is pretty impressive to see. i suggest if you got it in your schedule, stop out of high school and see if they can get you on that second floor to see all the work being done. Pretty impressive. Any further discussion with major capital planning? 7.02, Howard Tiennis.
3: Yes, we received our final certificate of occupancy on May 17th and we still have district requests for our greenhouse as well as the outdoor classroom uh, for construction later this summer. While we had hoped that the pool would be complete within a week or so, we learned this week that some of the tiling around the edges of the pool and some of the masonry work around the pool jets is not up to standard. Thus, further work will need to be completed within the pool. Mr. Cowan from RYJ I know is here. I do want to thank Mr. Uh, uh, Fern for catching some of those issues when he did uh, a walk-through the other day, um, and he did take the time to walk with me and point some of that out. Uh, in addition to that, um, there are punch list items that are being completed as we as we speak, and the final budget figures are being finalized.
0: You know, at one time, the state built an indoor range, and the company that built indoor range had never built an indoor range before. They had all kinds of problems with an indoor range. Why did we have so many problems with it? It's just shocking. It is absolutely shocking having this many problems with an indoor pool. Correct.
3: Now, I'll certainly be happy when it's done and everywhere with, filled and looks nice and we can have a ribbon cutting we We done with that.
0: I'm not speaking for myself either. I've heard it from several different people within the district that work for the district that are not happy at all with the the final steps to that pool. Any further discussion? Howard Tiennis from anyone? 7.03 GW Carver consent update. Good
5: evening. Just a few quick updates. Um, We held an orientation for our new community advisory board members on May 18th. Um, We have three new members, Ron Lewis, Denise Mueller, and Karen Osterhaus. Um, Our internal team, Equity Steering Committee, is going to hold a summer retreat on June 26th. We're really looking forward to finalizing some of our projects and then planning ahead for next school year. And Dr. Wren will make her final visit to the district on May 25th to visit the former Carver students and the High Roads classrooms. So we're looking forward to wrapping up our school year with this.
14: Final visit for this year or final visit ever?
5: For this year. Okay. (laughs) Any additional questions? Thank
0: you. It's like we've run our builders out of the room. Sure. Committee reports. All right, I'll 8. hit point zero one, building and grounds.
14: I'll hit the highlights since many of these have already been uh, discussed this evening. Uh, the committee, buildings and grounds committee met Monday, May the eighth. Uh, Major capital improvement projects, Howard Teanis of course. Now some of these items have been updated since then, but uh, at the time we discussed the final paving and line uh, markings to be completed. Uh, outdoor classroom and a few landscaping items uh, have yet to, had yet at that time to be completed. The outdoor classroom was scheduled to arrive in early May. I don't know if it's arrived yet or not. The greenhouse delivery's obviously been delayed because of supply chain issues, metal pan- panels, now complete the main building and pump house. Um, The state did provide at the time the district an approval to operate the water plant via Tidewater and water samples were being taken and waiting for a a response. And of course, you're already aware of the pool issues. Uh, Change orders we've discussed already this evening for Howard T. Sussex Central High School, uh, RYJ gave an updated uh, report on the construction of Sussex Central High School at the time. We've already discussed the change order uh, associated with Sussex Central. Old Business, the Buildings and Ground Support Center monthly work order report was presented and discussed. HVAC Cares eSurf cooling tower replacement, that should be coming to an end with closeout documents uh, by the end of June. Uh, That will include testing and balancing as well as training of the staff and hopefully that item will be off this list. Lead testing update. Uh, there were five schools that were tested on May the 4th. Uh, the results were to be back within a week to 10 days and hopefully if passed up. We're up to date with all remediation efforts. Uh, we've already discussed the past district tennis courts and the Boys and Girls Club. New business. We've already discussed uh, North Georgetown alarm panel, East Millsboro rooftop unit, Georgetown middle roof quotes. All those were discussed at the meeting. Uh, One last item, secure entrance grant projects, Georgetown Elementary and East Millsboro. Mr. Booth reported that the district has acquired quotes and compliance with the procurement laws with expectation that work be completed this summer and paid for with school safety fund grant. Expectation is to be on or under budget. Next meeting is June the
0: 12th. Thank you, Mr. Fritz. Any questions? Hearing none. 8.02, Comprehensive School Safety, Mr. Kaffel.
13: Nothing to report on this month, Mr. Layfield.
0: Have we got a meeting scheduled in the future? I'm going to talk to Mr. Lewis. uh, Be nice to have one with the SROs and the constables. and That way you get everyone at one table and something might be more freedom to speak there, the flow of information rather
13: than bottlenecking it through supervisors. Uh, 8.03, Finance, Dr. Hattinger. Okay, Finance Committee, we met right after the buildings and grounds. a lot of this has already been discussed, but Tammy is going to discuss the uh, upcoming uh, tax rate and tax rate calculations. That's pretty in depth. She knows it better than I do, so we'll let her do it, okay? Um, we'll discuss more of that in the June committee meeting. Mrs. Smith updated us that we purchased uh, two Ford F-150s one uh, to replace some of our older equipment with the third one that's on order. I was a little bit shocked by the price. They were, what, 48 each, Tammy? Plus or minus, yeah, 48000 and that's for a basic work truck, okay? That's how much prices have gone up. Um, SMS, Millsboro Middle, and Long Neck Elementary are going to be getting new ones. We did update the committee on the business office's procurement project. So far, they've uh, created a draft policy, um, which is going to be coming out in a little bit. Ms. Kansak with the golf cart, which we already voted for, and that was about it. These meetings are very efficient. Um, A lot of the financial reports will be discussed at the uh, tail end of this meeting. So thank you very much. Thank you, Doc. 6.04 curriculum.
0: Any report on curriculum at all? Let me pull this up.
3: So the bulk, I can give this report, the bulk of the the meeting, I can say, and it did go a little longer, but it was well needed. was due to the uh, review, what you saw tonight, of the curriculum adoption process. And I would like to just to thank, there were some uh, teachers and staff that joined that meeting and the the dialogue back and forth and the questions and comments and answers were really helpful to kind of get us to where we were tonight. So I do appreciate that. Dr. Jerns gave an update on the natural resource management and oyster harvesting, uh, and we are moving right along um, with that and that will involve primarily sussex central at first but i do know indian river high school is going to be a part of that uh for uh, at least 2025 as well thank you
0: 8.05 dsba board of directors
7: ma'am um just had a couple one we took care of it for the um dues second one was dr mayor necce's leave in the end of june and we had a meeting and with thought that we had officers in place, but two of those officers did not win the re-election, so we got to go back and have another election. And concerns up and down the state, mental health, how we're having to handle it, the, the mandates and the stipulations, and um, everybody seems to be on board with trying to figure out how we're going to change that. And that's it.
0: Thank you, ma'am. DSBA legislative, uh, there'll be no report this month. Uh, 8.07, Special Education Council.
3: Yes, Dr. Sattler was not able to be here this evening, but she would like me to convey uh, that the Special Education Ambassador nominations will be launched next week, which will honor recipients this upcoming fall during Special Education Week in October. So we look forward to that.
0: 8.08, policy. Chief Collins.
3: Well, good evening
10: i'm happy to report that our uh, band and in interscholastic uniform policy has been going uh, undergoing some work um, including our logos and a uh, branding and style guide that's included you'll see it is as a first reading tonight if you want to take a look at it I'm trying to formalize and narrow down the logos that the, the different high schools and feeder schools are using um, trying to stick with our green and gold for the any river and for IR and its feeders and blue and gold for central and its feeders. Um, we do have two policies coming up for a first and second reading tonight. Um, the first being uh, KK visitor to schools, um, some minor changes to this. Uh, basically uh, adding some language stating um, visit, visitation during lunch periods may not be allowable due to our challenges with capacity in our cafeterias. And also language stating that all foods for celebrations need to be uh, commercially packaged and approved by the school administrator. Um, the other policy for a first and second is our professional staff and hiring policy. And if you take a look, you'll see it is quite lengthy and wordy. It's all of one sentence. Um, so we did add a couple words um, that this professional staff must be meet or be eligible for licensure. So I make a motion to approve those pol- two policies as presented.
0: Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote.
10: Thank you very much.
0: Chief. 8.09, IREA Rep.
21: Good evening. Jason Pilgrim, IREA Secretary, Uh, giving you your report tonight. We'd like to thank the district and Mrs. Kelly Dorman in particular for their thoughtful resolution for elementary teachers' request for drop-down menus for use during preparation of report cards. Uh, This resolution strikes a balance between providing that individualized feedback to students and families, but it's also mindful of teacher workloads. Uh, We had the IREA scholarship banquet a few months back and we had congratulations to two students, McKenna Boyle from Sussex Central and Connor Bird from Indian River High School. They each received an award, $1,500 IREA scholarship. So we're excited about that and we can't wait to see where their journey to becoming an educator takes them. Uh, We definitely commend the school board tonight for adopting that new elementary ELA curriculum. Uh, Doing so will help our students to grow in reading and writing in the most scientific and developmentally appropriate way possible. Uh, Recent couple months, uh, Ms. Connie Pryor, one of our school board members, made a visit to one of our schools and we wanted to thank her for that. We've heard from staff just how much it meant to them to see a school board member in the building, especially for a friendly visit. Uh, We just encourage every member to take her example to heart and make it a goal to visit each school in your district at least once next school year. Uh, We also had a couple other things. I know that I haven't, as secretary, I have neglected to send you guys the most recent district liaison uh, minutes that we had, so I'll make sure I send it to you. I realize that today on my way home from work, so I'll take care of that in the morning, sending that to you guys. And um, we also want to thank Mrs. Kelly Dorman again uh, for elementary teachers. Recently we had the end of the year testing discussions and some other things, directives that we've had from the district when it comes to getting some of the tests into tracker, our data student service. And we had some discussions on some flexibility with that, so we want to thank her for her flexibility in that as well. And since it's our last school board meeting before the end of the school year, IREA would like to thank the school board, all district office staff, all employees covered under our collective bargaining units for all of your hard work and dedication in supporting staff, students, and families along their way to successfully completing another year learning and growing here in the Indian River School District. We wish everyone a very restful summer break. And in the spirit of that, I know our paraprofessionals and our secretaries are looking forward to respectful and productive bargaining discussions tomorrow. Thank you, have a good night.
0: Thank you. Superintendent's report, 9.01 monthly activities, sir.
3: Yes. Attached within board docs is my uh, overview of my monthly activities. I would like to highlight two things, uh, one of which is our Teacher of the Year ceremony, which occurred earlier this month. I want to give a uh, big congratulations to all of our Building Teachers of the Year and a special congratulations to Sussex Central High School agri-science teacher Mrs. Casey Revel for being named our 23-24 District Teacher of the Year. Uh, also, last week I was able to attend Indian River High School's senior scholarship ceremony and Sussex Central High School's International Baccalaureate senior signing event. It was great to celebrate the successes of our students who will be graduating very soon. Thank you, sir.
0: 9.02 district calendar changes.
3: Yes. Uh, if Sussex Central High School is postponed, uh, their graduation is postponed. They want to acknowledge that June 1st would be that makeup day. And East Millsboro Elementary Spring concert changed from June 1st to June 5th.
6: Is there a reason why it may be postponed?
3: No, they always set a set of date. We just wanted to formalize it.
0: It's an actionable item, so we have a motion to accept. So Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed passes by unanimous vote um 10.01 is there a motion to accept financial summaries for the month ending april the 30th so,
14: moved. so moved.
0: motion second. made second any further discussion all those in favor say aye aye, aye. those aye. opposed passed by unanimous vote ma'am
15: yes the financial reports on board docs are as of april 30th we were 83 percent of the way through the fiscal year we'd received 95 percent of total budgeted revenue 102 percent of budgeted discretionary revenue and 100 percent of budgeted local tax revenue we received $125,000 in interest in April, spent 55% of total budgeted expenses, 81% of total discretionary expenses, and 71% of budgeted tuition-funded classroom expenses, and Howard Tiana spent 81% of budgeted expenses.
0: 10.02, detailed information on month ending April 30th. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Motion made, second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed. Pass by unanimous vote. Go ahead, ma'am.
15: Student activity funding balance is approximately three hundred eighty-five thousand. as surf two funding has approximately three hundred twenty-eight thousand remaining. as surf three, we have seventeen point eight million encumbered <coughs> and twelve point two million remaining. Total of nineteen I'm sorry, $19 million in federal funds available, and we're holding approximately $1.2 million in donations and internal accounts.
0: 10.03, major capital improvements for the month ending April 30th. There, motion to accept. So moved. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye.
15: aye. aye.
0: Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Aye, ma'am.
15: Yes, we paid out 1.1 million million in major cap funds in April.
0: 10.04, minor cap improvements for the month ending April of 30th. Motion to accept? So moved. Motion made, is there a second? Second. Motion made and second, any further discussion? All those in favor say aye.
15: Aye. Those
0: opposed, passed by unanimous vote, ma'am.
15: For minor cap, we've spent approximately 3.1 million of funds available and have approximately 1.1 million remaining.
0: Thank you, 10.05, draft for fiscal year 24 tax rate calculations.
15: Yes, the second document in Board Docs um, is a PDF. It's a PowerPoint presentation I put together to summarize all of the information that's typically in multiple places. In committee, we started talking about the fiscal year 24 tax rates. Um, as you may recall, I usually bring those in June um, for board approval because they are due to the county in early July um, for this summer's tax bills. Um, as you also may recall, fiscal year 2023, um, we are deficit spending. So there is a line item of 6.9 million in the budget for reserve fund supplement to pull funds um, out of prior year money because our budgets are required to be based off current anticipated revenues and current year anticipated expenses. So we pulled that in to meet to balance the budget. Um, there are multiple um, local tax rates. Um, that are available to us. Currently, we are collecting current expense, debt service, tuition, and the minor capital improvements match tax. Um, current expense can only be changed by referendum. It's for um, operating expenses, textbooks, materials, um, local salary dollars, et cetera. Debt service is also based off of referendum. Um, that's the bonds that are, we are authorized to borrow um, during a major capital improvement referendum. So those rates are based off of the anticipated principal and interest payments in the coming year. Tuition are funds um, that are set based on budgeted expenses for the next year um, for um, funds serving our complex, intense and pre-K students, um, including those that we send to private placements or to other district programs. And minor capital improvements um, is for buildings and grounds repairs and maintenance where the state puts forth 60% of the funds, and then we are obligated for 40% of the funds. There are an additional six match taxes that the district is authorized to collect, but we have not collected in the past. Um, Technology tax can be used for um, technology purchases and repairs and replacement. Extra time tax can be used for um, extra instruction, remediation, like summer school, um, ESY, in those kind of programs. Um, There's a reading resource teachers match tax that will cover the cost of one reading position per K-5 to school. Mathematics resource teacher and specialist will cover one position for each school providing a grade configuration of seventh and eighth grade students. Reading interventionists um, will cover the local salary costs of um, our Student Success Block Grant reading interventionists. And opportunity funding can be used for both personnel and non-personnel costs associated with supporting low-income students and English learners. Um, So on the next page, you will see a breakdown of those local tax rates um, and what we would be looking at for 2024 if we were to collect all of those. Current expense, again, does not change. Debt service is based off of the estimated bond payments. The state issued um, bonds, I believe it was May 10th, Um, so that was the last year of funding for our Sussex Central project. I do not yet have the amortization table, so I don't know the exact payments and interest rate um, for those, but I should have them by the June board meeting. Um, Tuition, based on the budget for that, we are looking at a, I'm sorry, back to debt service, we are looking at a decrease of that for about um, 10 cents. I do expect it to go lower when I have the amortization tables. Um, Tuition, we are looking at about a $0.05 increase due to increased costs um, in those programs. Minor cap is staying relatively the same based on the required local match. Um, And then for the other match taxes you see below, um, those calculate tuition, or I'm sorry, technology would be 4 cents 39 which would generate $829,000 in revenue. Um, we're currently using ESSER funds to cover technology, so I don't think that is necessarily needed for fiscal year 2024. Extra time would be 1.59 cents, which would generate um, just under 301000 Again, we are using ESSER to cover those programs, so I don't think that's necessarily needed at this time. For reading resource teachers, that's 1.45 cents, which would generate 273000 Maths teachers um, would be 0.7 cents um, and would generate 137,000. Reading interventionists is 0.9 cents and would generate 170,000. An opportunity fund, um, based on the calculation, would, gen- would be 9.11 cents and would generate 1.7 million. What we're looking to do with the opportunity grant is in the past um, two years, the state has approved legislation to put mental health services units in our elementary and middle schools Um, the state covers the state share of those positions but not the local share in addition house bill 200 is going through the legislature right now to put the same positions in the high schools so based on the calculations and in each year um, the ratio goes down a little bit so we we earn more positions Based on those calculations, we're looking at next year 50 mental health services units. So the local share of that would generate that 1.7 million and would alleviate the burden on our current expense for those. Um, That would total a tax rate of 3.4158 cents. On the next slide um, shows the increase to the average taxpayer. So our average Property tax value is $23,553. If we were to collect all of those taxes with the changes, um, it would equate to $31.30 for the taxpayer. And then in the last slide there shows the tax rates um, for all of the Sussex County districts. You can see the Indian River is the lowest. And again, should we collect all of those taxes, we would continue to be the lowest tax rate in the county. So my plan um, was to introduce this to you all tonight and then to discuss again in Finance Committee in more detail in June um, and work through a plan on what to bring forth to the board in June for approval. All
13: right. If we were to implement all of those taxes, which would remove some of the monies that we spend currently in other areas, Correct. is any of that money that we would save uh, be eligible to put into the new high school?
15: Um, for these tax rates no should we save these these tax rates would alleviate that burden on the current expense Collection so that would take those funds away from there. They would be eligible um, To for like a local market pressure match um, should we decide to do so and should we be able to so afford it's that?
13: potentially possible We could pick up a few million Doing something like that
15: potentially yes,
13: okay, that's all I'm asking Right now,
14: other than in your school district, what other district in the county does not have any match taxes?
15: Um, Milford is the only district that only collects minor cap like we do.
14: So every other school district in the county does charge some of these match taxes. Right.
15: Not necessarily all of them, maybe a combination.
0: So we're increasing taxes.
15: Unfortunately, yes. We're
0: taking 10 cents off because Sussex Central is going to be paid for. And then we're turning around and increasing taxes.
15: Not paid for, but yes. Um, mm-hmm. the, the bond, because we're paying off other bonds, it will lower that rate. But yes.
14: How much are we currently deficit spending?
15: The um, reserve fund supplement for this fiscal year is um, just under $7 million.
14: $7 million. Mm-hmm. Our reserves at the current moment are around 18, roughly, 20? Um,
15: at this moment, I don't have that information with me, but we would look at it at June 30th to compare to prior years.
0: Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> no input from the public either. We can just go ahead and raise these match taxes, correct? correct. This board can say, yep, yeah, let's vote for it to increase their taxes. Correct. Which we've not done before.
15: Correct. The state has authorized the district to collect those taxes pending board approval. Of course, the state
0: has authorized that they'd, they'd like to push their increased taxes upon the school districts. Though we are the lowest still, after we go through this, we are
13: increased. This would be to increase taxes. I believe philosophically in the past, this board has always believed that raising taxes is something that the legislator should do. And I certainly do support that concept. But we're also in a position where you know, we may need to raise money um, for the finishing up Sussex Central because the state seems to abjectly refuse uh, to cooperate with us on that at all.
15: And not just that, but other increased costs that we're facing, like energy I know. costs. Mm-hmm. I know.
13: So philosophically or we not. We can
2: talk
0: about tax increases loudly. There's no media in here to report it. He left halfway through the meeting, But I'm just saying that tax increases are going to be pretty big to the public that they don't control it all. I, I agree, we've not done it. I'm just very frustrated to see.
13: I, I'm equally frustrated as well, um, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to do, and I'm not saying, I'm not we'll saying I vote over, I'm just any frustrated. Ever, any river. It's over.
14: At the current expense rate, uh, we'll run through our reserves in about three years, mm-hmm. which would leave us at a point of referendum being the, the solution which unless something well 2024 is coming up so things might be a little different economically Uh, if not uh, referendum has about a zero percent chance of passing in the current inflationary climate Um, something has to change as far as spending Um, not only discussing match tax and i don't put this all on your shoulders Ms. Mm -hmm. smith but a spending evaluation of the school district needs to be taken in place as well, too, before any referendum discussion comes up. And three years will be here in a blink.
15: Three I years. will bring data on that to the June Finance Committee as well.
14: And, and I would support we involve our all of our groups, teachers, paras, et cetera, to provide feedback on what waste they may see that would provide expenditure cuts. It needs to be a combination. I've been saying it for months.
0: If the state doesn't change their funding for the new high school, we're going to be forced to increase the taxes right here. We'll be forced to. We'll never pass another referendum. But if the state does not decide Mm -hmm. to pick up the Mm -hmm. increased cost of Sussex Central High School, if they move forward with this shared expense where we're going to have to pay our 60-40, We're going to have to do this to the taxpayers in Sussex County. There's no leverage there. It's a lose-lose situation, but we need to kind of look at it as a board. We're going to have to move forward with increasing the taxes to the people in any river school district if the state doesn't come off their money. They're paying for entire schools in Wilmington because Wilmington deserves it. We have a cost increase of a school, the referendum, and the tax referendum. The taxpayers voted on to move forward with, and we can't get any extra monies. But very conveniently, Wilmington gets a new school. So I, I'm, I'm against the increased taxes. It'll be a vote taken in the future, but I just think you're going to be forced to have to do this if they don't
13: cover the cost. That's the successful. bad part about it, Mr. President. And if we do, we Is there do any we do further do action going on at the moment allowing us to uh, collect a match tax on real estate It'll sales? Be the lowest. Yeah. Tax, but they're going it to is
15: my taxing understanding taxing. So that, that there is currently a bill going through the legislature to authorize Sussex County to collect the impact fees. At that point, it would then be up to the Sussex County Council yeah. to yeah, authorize they, that or to collect they, that.
14: They can pass the resolution that would allow it. Don't hold your breath for Sussex County to implement it.
15: And not only are those funds used, for example, in local market pressure matches, which in the past, um, based on our research, hasn't exceeded $2 million. Um, But other districts also use it to lower their debt service rates. Okay.
14: Am I correct that Newcastle County does charge an impact fee and does collect? Correct. Kent County too?
15: Kent County as well. Um, I don't think it's as substantial as Newcastle County, but they're getting something. And building runs
14: wild here and we collect nothing correct not with sussex county
13: mm-hmm.
0: yeah this is a discussion when are you going to need to be taking a vote in order to implement the 2024 match tax
15: so i will bring it to the june board meeting for approval it's due to sussex county i believe it's the second thursday of the of july um, for the tax bills, the 2023 mm-hmm. tax bills. So we
0: got a month to digest it before we vote. Yep. Yes.
7: And I didn't. Was you I didn't hear you. Your proposal is for all of them.
15: No, I. W- I mean, I think based on how committee discussion goes. And not
7: putting you on the spot. I no, you're mean fine. That. You're
15: fine. I don't know if um, I will need to bring options um, <laughs> for the vote because we need to have something approved, Um, but at this point, if we were going to collect any, my vote would be the opportunity grant funding for that that burden of those mental health services units. Um, I do not think technology and extra time we need to collect at this point because of SSERF. I don't think there's a reason to collect that while we're using other funds. Um, The other, the reading math and reading interventionist positions, um, those would be icing on the cake, but um, if I had to, to pick one, absolutely the opportunity grant.
14: So you uh, clarify for me that you say the burden of the mental health
15: positions. Correct.
14: This is a state requirement?
15: They are units that we earn based on our enrollment.
14: But is it a state requirement to implement this? That we
15: have to fill them? No.
14: It's not a state requirement that we have to fill those
13: positions?
15: No. I'll say it again. State requirements start to be in
13: ratio as they roll out for the next three years. Okay. And how much we money? already have that in the high schools, don't we? Yeah.
15: yeah. Well, we have the positions. We do not it, – it is not part of this unit legislation. Okay, got it.
14: And those positions would be paid at the same local and state funding of salary as current?
15: Like teachers yeah. teaching positions. hmm
0: I do have a question as I'm looking through this. You're saying that technology and extra time match taxes are something you may not be in favor of, because your example includes
15: those. Correct. But at this time, I would not necessarily propose that because okay. we have the ESSER okay. funds. Okay, help
0: me get a better understanding of this Then Your top number, current expense in the last, or document seven, shows 22.53. That's that's currently where we're at. Am I Correct.
15: I believe there's an error on that slide. Um, hang
0: on. I was trying to add it up. But what, I, what I was subtracting was technology was 10.34, uh, extra time was 3.75, so you're talking about 14. If you're taking 14 from 31.30, then you're, you're below what our current is. So No,
15: the, so the current expense should be zero. Debt service should be the negative 22.53, mm-hmm. and then the tuition... The debt service should be 11.06. I'm sorry. Debt service should be the negative 22.53. Tuition should be the 11.06. So there's a duplicate there.
14: Debt service will continue to go down again the following year, correct? Correct. So there is a way to implement Opportunity Grant, if nothing else, and still be at or below the current tax rate. Correct. So we would not be raising taxes even though we're implementing a new match tax. And next year, debt service goes down again, which allows the opportunity, if needed, to add another category without raising the current tax level.
15: Opportunity will balance out the debt service, but there is also the increase in tuition of eleven, of 4 cents 69 or $11 to the average taxpayer.
0: I'm just one person on the board, but I'd like to see this proposal corrected, sent out to Absolutely. the board I with the compromised votes, such, such as you know, technology and extra time cut out so that I can get a reasonable number, a dollar number, we're going to increase taxes. Right now, we're, we're showing 31.30. So,
15: 31.30 is the correct total.
0: Okay. And with, so without you, the others, I want to see kind of where we are, something amenable. If you want to present everything as a whole, the board can look at it. But I'm, as a single member of this board, I'd like to see if we're going to, going to be dropping, we're going to be, you know, right. there's some different things that are going. I just like it a little bit cleaner so that I get a better understanding. If I'm to increase taxes, I want to be able to say we're increasing because, you know, the 10 cents went away from Sussex Central High School, et cetera. Right. Give, give me that spiel.
15: Would you like multiple options or just one?
0: I'm no scared to say three. multiple. but
15: I mean, two. Two or three. Yes, or three. Yes. Not 100. Absolutely. Please.
19: Yes, absolutely. Keep in mind that these ESSER funds expire in 2024, so we won't have that funding for technology in extra time.
13: But that could be voted in in the next year. Correct. Yes. When the other expenses go down. I like this discussion because this, this is good. You're phasing it. Wait. You're phasing it in. Hey, we Correct. don't have
0: to do it. But th- just just see if we if, we, if the public screams and uh, Look what we have. We have uh, you know, 97% administrators here in the school with that much of the public here. So let's see how the public reacts to the first step to see where we are for the next. Right.
14: On your next set of data, can you also provide what the debt service next following year would go down like if it went down yeah. ten, if it went down 10 cents this upcoming year what would it go what would it go down again the following
15: year? i can do it um, roughly with the same estimate that yeah. i'm using for this bond issuance yeah. yep
14: and you're going to discuss that at finance
7: meeting. yes sir
15: All right. any questions? Thank you kindly, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Okay. 11.01 personnel agenda for May the 22nd, 2023. Is there a motion to approve minus employee 118 and employee 170? So moved. Motion Second. made and seconded. Is there any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. Now, employee 118, is there a motion to? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made, second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Abstain. Uh, Ms. Troublefield, please poll the board.
1: Mr. Cathel? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier. Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Ms. Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? Abstain. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Eight yes, zero no, one abstention.
0: Passed by majority vote. Now employee 170. Is there a motion to approve? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Upstate. Please pull the board, Mr. Oldfield.
1: Mr. Cathell? Yes. Mr. Collins? Upstate. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Havier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Ms. Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. 8, yes, 0, no, 1, abstention.
0: Passes by majority vote. Now, 11.02, personnel agenda. Is there a motion to accept?
13: So moved. Second.
0: Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? special employee number one on this list. All in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. There's no contactual, contractual agenda this evening. Nope. 11.03 at least I was provided. And student hearing 12.01 a motion to approve the recommendation of the hearing officer. So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 11.02, is there a motion to, excuse me, 12.02, is there a motion to accept student number 23159?
10: 159
0: Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 12.03, student. 23-160. Is there a motion to approve recommendation of the hearing officer?
10: So
0: moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye.
18: aye.
0: Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Comes the second time in a meeting where we allow public for comment. Anybody would like to come forward? Public comment. Newly elected board member in the rear. Would you like to say anything? <laughs> Welcome aboard, Mr. Neal. No one coming forward for public comments? Meeting's adjourned. Thank you.